Hey everybody, welcome back to the Horizon podcast series. I want to throw some names at you. Donald Trump, Oprah, Joe Biden, Chick-fil-A, Tiger Woods, Under Armour, Nike. What did you think? What did you feel? What did you connect a reaction with when you heard those names? Where I'm getting at with this is that's a brand. That's a branding. Each of those companies or those individuals, they represent a brand, whether it's themselves, whether it's the United States of America, or a company. And how we recognize those brands is by that emotional connection that we feel. But what if you yourself are trying to establish a brand for your business or for you as a leader? Does it really make a difference to have a good brand? And what I'm going to talk about today is the Uh, positive power in having a good brand. There is so much that you can benefit from your brand being well received. But we got to start with the very first question. Why? Why are you branding yourself? Why are you branding your business? Why are you branding the products that you're wanting to sell? And in order to do that, you have to start with that first word. Why? You need to know why it is you're doing and why it is you're motivated to do it. If you don't have that concept down, it's going to be very hard to to stay true to your path of success. You're going to divert yourself. You're going to miss the guardrails that are up. It's really going to create some complications along the way. People are going to be confused by your brand. Second thing I would ask you, does it make sense? Does what you're trying to do make sense? And will your brand make sense to the customer? Or are you just going to confuse everybody with what you're doing? I'll give an example. Back in 1985, Coke rebranded its formula as New Coke. Had the same can, but the word new was put up in the corner. This confused the heck out of all the consumers. And I'm pretty sure it even confused Coke. Because in a matter of three months, every single New Coke was pulled off the shelves in every single retailer that it was sold in. The reason why, it was confusing. The branding didn't make sense. The message behind New Coke didn't make sense. What they were trying to do was to show that their new formula of New Coke was equivalent to Pepsi. Pepsi at the time was kicking their butt with having a sweeter uh, formula for the drink. So Coke rebranded itself as New Coke to be sweeter. But because the message was so confusing, consumers actually thought the Coke tasted worse it made the brand reputation degrade, all because of confusing messages. There was no new Coke. Coke wasn't new. Coke had been around for quite a while. So they had to rebrand again and thankfully save themselves to the Coke that you and I now drink and know today. Confusion will absolutely kill your brand. But as you start to set up your brand and you get past the why you're doing it, You can answer the questions, is it going to confuse my end target audience? There are some steps you take to set up your brand. The first one we started with, why? Second one, is it going to confuse? The third thing I would tell you to do is write down what's going to hurt your brand. And you may think, well, what do you mean, Dustin? I'll give you an example. When I published my book, that was a brand I was trying to establish and still am. Uh, authoritative position in leadership. I can teach and train your teams about servant leadership. 
Now, if I was to send this book to every single person, to every single industry, every single uh, you know culture, whatever you want to say, that could hurt my brand because it's too vague. I'm not being specific on where I want to target my audience. Where do I really want to target my attention and my focus? And you start to thin yourself out when you get vague, uh, especially with a book or teaching and training or selling a product. So when people see your brand, because there's so many different variations of it, that's going to confuse everybody. Well, I thought Dustin was this, or I thought the book was this, but it actually is that, and it's actually not this. So take account what's going to take you away from success. What's going to take away your brand's success? Write those things down. When you write those down, that creates guardrails that keeps you safe. You know you're not going to... detour too far off because you're going to look at this list and say, oh yeah, that's one of the things I'm trying to avoid and I'm actually heading right towards it. So let me course correct right now. So write down five things that is going to hurt your brand. The next thing, write down five more actions that you don't want to do with your brand. And again, you're probably asking, well, why am I focused on what I don't want to do? Because it keeps you doing what you need to do and what you want to do. You're creating guardrails right now by doing this. So things I don't want to do with my brand. Let's say, for example, you know, I really don't want to get into uh, brick and mortar. I want to be specific to online. Okay, well, as you start to develop your brand or your product or whatever it is you're doing, and these brick and mortar options come up, you need to remind yourself, have this reminder. Okay, I told myself I would stay away. Now, only if brick and mortar makes sense do you remove it from the list. But as long as it's on that list, you need to really stay true as you learn, as you evolve. And that's the beauty of doing this. You can cross them off and recreate new actions. Another aspect I want you to think about and to write down. What is it going to cost to establish my brand? This one's extremely important. There is a monetary factor in creating a brand with certain situations. When it came to uh, motivational training and leadership training, I had to spend some money on creating documents, creating a brand logo, creating uh, training courses that people can purchase or have me come in and lead. That's a brand. That's branding the trust that when they train with me or when they use me as uh, their facilitator, that there's going to be value there. I'm not going to come in and just have, you know, handwritten papers. It's going to be very well printed and clean training material. That's a cost. It actually costs money to do. So as you build this brand, realize what monetary value you're going to have to have to establish what you want to do. Are you going to be a social media influencer? Okay, well, you can get paid on social media to establish your brand. But each time you you take away from doing another activity of the business is valuable. So if you're going to create hours and hours of content, That means there's somewhere else you're missing. Now, hopefully in return, you get that value back with people purchasing or buying or supporting you through views and impressions on your your websites or pages. But understand that that takes time. And when you're in a business, your time is money. It's a value. The last thing I want to encourage you to do as you establish your brand is who's it for? Create those five Uh, names or five organizations or targets on a sheet of paper. Keep this all together. 
And if you can only come up with one, then I would encourage you to maybe rethink what it is you're doing. Unless that's like a, a million dollar niche or something that's so specific, you know, you can produce or, you know, create that established um, connection. But normally when you have five, you can start to tailor backwards. Okay, here's the five people or companies or whatever it is I'm going after. Okay, these two may not necessarily be the heavy hitters. I like these three. You're giving yourself options to establish your brand. You're also not allowing yourself to go too far vague to where you get caught in the weeds and you forget what it is you're doing and, and what it is you're going after. And the last thing I want to leave you with is the credibility of your brand. So there was a company named Arthur Anderson back in the 1980s that was established as a powerhouse in investing and accounting. They were known as trustworthy, reliable, and you were very successful when you partnered with them. Now what happened is over the years in the 90s, some bad leadership came in and greed and bad business deals started to happen. And literally within years, the company folded on top of itself. That brand that was once reputable and very creditable because of bad leadership and bad actions uh, and decisions, it folded on itself. And to this day, that brand may still be one of the top brands if it would have made better decisions. It could be rivaling some of these others if it could continue to grow and expand. But they didn't because they failed to make good business decisions. They failed to uphold when that brand was created the core value to take care of the customer, to treat every client like family. When they succeed, then we're going to succeed. If they're not succeeding, we're not succeeding. That was the whole purpose of this company. And unfortunately, it strayed away from that. It got caught up in greed. So as you establish your brand, understand that leadership is a big, crucial, intricate part of your brand. You as the leader are always getting watched. No matter what you're doing, eyes are on you. So if you're a motivational speaker and you really believe in self-empowerment and helping others, the minute you don't take that time to help somebody and leave them in a better position, that kills your brand. You are hurting your brand. It may not be seen right then and there by lots of eyes, but that's still one person that knows you're really not living up to what you're saying. And now you may ask yourself, well, do I have to do this 24 seven? I would tell you yes. And you're gonna say it's exhausting and you're right, it is exhausting. But that's the difference between the brands that really live up to what they go after and what they stand for, especially individuals, than everybody else who doesn't. It's too easy to not do what you're going to say. It's far more uh, complicated and, and harder to actually commit to 24-7 living up to your brand. You know, if there's an issue, are you getting on the phone to talk to that customer to take care of them right away? or put out content that's really helping individuals, giving away a ton of free uh, material or ideas or lessons that you might charge for. That's building a brand. And obviously you need to be careful you don't go bankrupt doing this, but there is value in establishing credibility around your brand as the leader. So I hope today's talk kind of helped you uh, reframe your mindset about branding. And as always, if you wanna reach out, I'd love to work with you to help establish your brand or establish uh, training with your teams to understand, you know, are they living up to the company's brands in which the mission is set forth? I appreciate all of you and stay blessed.